Special edition of Look at His Butt, the Shatmoy Celebration, part last. Well, we're driving home in the mobile podcasting unit. Yes, after a fabulous Shatmoy weekend. Oh, it was just wonderful for our first official Shatmoy celebration. Um, everything just went as smoothly as could be. It was great. And thank you very much to your great planning in selecting the hotel oh, and all the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, well, you, you know, as usual, did your audiovisual wizardry. <laughs> we had every possible thing you could hook up to a TV hooked up to a TV. And we used all of them. That was the thing. It was a good thing we brought each of those devices because we ended up having to use them all. Yes. And we just, we had such a delightful time at the party last night. Sean, as a surprise had brought a DVD with some Shatner rarities on it, including this interview that was done, I forget the guy's name, but he was a local San Jose celebrity Mm -hmm. who hosted like the local version of Creature Feature, and he did an interview with Bill in 77 at a tennis thing in Sacramento when they were planning the the first movie, but it wasn't, according to Bill, they were definitely going to do it because, um, Paramount had already partially paid him, and yep. that usually means it's going to happen. But, you know, he didn't know anything about the plot or the story, but Bill looked great. He, he looked terrific. He had on his sport toupee, which included uh, a sweatband, which we think was probably attached to the toupee. Yes. It was all of a piece, so that was interesting. Uh, but, yeah, he looked great. He looked tan and very fit. And he won. And he won. Of course he won. It was for charity, so he had yes. to win. Um, and he... He gave a very interesting interview, and he talked a lot in the interview about all of the things that he had going on and what a busy actor he was. And one of the things he mentioned was that he was going to make a movie with Sophia Loren. And we both went, really? (laughs) And later I said, well, maybe she was originally supposed to star in Big Bad Mama. So I want to find out what this movie was. Yeah, we're going to have to, like, Google chat near Sophia Loren and see if anything comes Um, up. But regardless of whether or not they did a movie together... He did. Oh, I think so. Probably when they were just having meetings about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But he also mentioned something about doing commercials for wishbone salad dressing, which I'd really like to find. I don't think I've ever seen those, and I don't remember them. So. Well, and from what the guy said, I kind of got the impression that Bill did the voiceover for it, that he did appear on camera. Yeah, yeah. So So, I'd like to see that. That would be good. And um, another great thing was we got some long-needed validation on our Out to Lunch <laughs> interview Bill did 10, 12 years ago with this um, young lovely. Suzanne Sana. Yes, and we, we, you know, popped it in and we said, we're just going to, you know, have you guys watch this and, and just watch what developed. So we didn't tell him what was coming up. And we have always gone, oh my God, he's just, you know, totally hitting on her. And we aren't, what, five minutes into it? Or <laughs> the guys, we've never had guys watch it before. We're going... He's hitting on her. Oh, my God. And then afterwards, all they could talk about was, he was so smooth. Yeah, seeing the man in action. Yes, and, you know, so that validates our theory that Bill could definitely give lessons. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And that was just a great example. And that that he turned the whole discussion of having lunch into this incredibly overt sexual thing. And the two of them were sitting there going, I can't believe he said that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. It was really good. So we were glad we had brought that in and yes. we are attempting every now and then to digitize that yeah, yeah. Get, it, get it up there on the YouTube 
the tubes, the YouTubes, but, so that other people can see it because everybody should really see that. It, it is so impressive. It's pretty amazing. We also um, theorized that somewhere between the time that interview was made and nowadays, or when he started doing Boston Legal, he went from toupees to plugs. Yeah, that definitely looked like a toupee mm -hmm. to me. And we, we drank Romulan Ale. Let's do a little review of that. Well, yeah, it was the Romulan Ale that I had ordered, uh, like, before the movie came out, and it only got delivered after we'd seen the movie twice. And, and uh, <laughs> so it's, it's vintage. It's vintage, and we cracked it open, and we all had a little sip. It was bright blue. We took some pictures. Because we decided it looked like Tidy Bowl. Yeah, it did, and it tasted, as Mike McGee so accurately observed, like a blue otter pop. Right. Pretty much. Um, fizzy. Fizzy. It was a little fizzy. It was sweet. It wasn't syrupy sweet, which right. was good. And when you first, or when I first smelled it, that's what I was afraid of. Mm -hmm. You know, it, to me, it smelled intensely bubblegum. And yeah. I thought, oh my God, what is this going to do? But then when you had a sip of it, you know, it was okay. I still would not want to drink it. <laughs> drink, drink it voluntarily. Yeah, you know, oh yes, I'll order this this uh, tidy bowl in a can. Yeah. Drinkable. Well, Mike seemed to like it. Yes, yeah. He actually, I think, finished it. We gave it to him because oh, this is bad. It's like a blue water pump. So uh, we had the Romulan ale. We yeah. had cake. We had cake, Chatmoy cake. And the, the cake was delicious. It was very, very good. It was so festive. Yes, we had popcorn and pigs in blankets. So, you know, all these, these, and I'm bringing them up so you will all know the traditional foods of Chatmoy that have now been established. Yeah. And uh, we also want to thank everybody who um, is a fan of ours on, on Facebook, first of all, but then when I posted the question, what should the official greeting of Chatmoy be, we got several responses. And when we were doing the interviews, um, the, the one that, that we had kind of picked to use was Top of the Chatmoy to you. Uh -huh. But then after we spilled some beer, <laughs> <laughs> spontaneously, it turned into a moist and merry chatmoy. Yeah, which is very appropriate. It, yes, so um, you know, as these as these traditions do, they will spring up spontaneously. Yeah. So that I think, you know, is is the greeting. That's good. It's moist and merry chatmoy. Yeah. Um, and then we did the thing that I had really wanted to do, and perhaps this is part of the chatmoy tradition. But we watched a Star Trek episode, mm -hmm. and we watched the one that I had really wanted to watch with a group of people, which was Mirror Mirror. And I have to say, it didn't let down, didn't oh, let us no. down at all. And I think it was even better in a group. Um, and it and was the remastered. It was remastered, so. yeah. So it was really, really, really good. And, you know, I have to say, um, we were we were joking and sort of laughing throughout because there were some things that were really funny. But when it got to the dramatic stuff, it, did you notice that we were all really quiet? Yes. We were all kind of sitting there like, what's going to happen next? I, and, you know, we had um, earlier in the day watched a very chatty for the people and we've been watching a lot of these older uh, dramas from the early 60s which as you have um, very aptly described as a half an hour of show is stretched out to fill an hour and we were all commenting on how tightly scripted mirror mirror is there's no waste none, in there. None at all. Every every moment of that contributes to the story. And and the exposition police, um, you don't, they aren't annoying. You don't get annoyed uh -huh. that you're getting this info dump because, as you said, it's a very complicated premise, and they have to you know set it up, and they uh, they wisely get through that as fast as possible. And once they've established this is a problem, okay, how are we going to solve it? 
and all the action is, is compelled by that yeah. or impelled by that. You know, I was noticing for the first time, and I can't believe I never really noticed this before, having seen this episode probably 30 times mm -hmm. in my life, that it almost takes place in real time. Yeah. Because when they beam onto the ISS Enterprise, it takes them probably in real time 10 or 15 minutes to figure out what the hell's going on, and some stuff happens, and then once Scotty gets the answer, he says, we have 20 minutes. You're right. He actually names it, yeah. and, and that's pretty much 20 minutes to the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. So that, that was really cool. I hadn't thought about it like that, but I think that's part of what contributes to it being so tight, is that they actually made it have like a real time pressure and, and that played out in the episode. Right. A lot of times when they say, okay, it's going to happen in three minutes, 10 minutes later, you're still watching the exactly. clock Exactly. But this was 20 minutes and it actually yeah. ended in 20 minutes because it, it's the countdown, right? Right at the end when uh -huh. they're in the transporter room and Spock says, you have two minutes and 20 seconds and then he's counting down. Yeah. You have one minute and 40 seconds left. Yeah. So that was really good. I, I enjoyed that. And oh, Bill looked so amazing. Oh my God. <sighs> it was the best must hair ever. Yeah, yeah. And he has the vest, you know, as, as the, the, um, the macro says, everybody gets an all day pass to the gun show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because fuck, look at it. <laughs> yep. Chekhov tried to kill Kirk to wear that shirt, but Kirk is having none of that shit. <laughs> well, we were also having a, a good laugh over the fight scene, you know, when it erupts, mm -hmm. violence erupts in, in sick bay. And we were going, yes, it's the battle of the stunt doubles. And someone pointed out, look at this, the Spock double. Not only doesn't even look like him, he doesn't have a beard. I don't think so. Oh, it was pretty funny. But it was great. And, and Marlena Moreau was as beautiful as ever. Yes. Oh, yes. It was great. What a great episode. I, You know, I am more convinced than ever that that is the quintessential Star Trek episode. Mm -hmm. You know, it, there are other episodes that are as good, but in different ways. But somehow there's something about Mirror Mirror that, that just gets to the heart of Star Trek yeah. that takes this completely absurd, Im impossible, implausible premise and turns it into an hour's worth of amazing drama. And as um, I think it was Mike was pointing out how, you know, at the end when Kirk makes that speech, you know, it, it is quintessential Kirk that he makes a difference. The short yeah. time he's there, he sees something wrong. Screw the prime directive. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not in their neighborhood anyway. And, uh, <laughs> you know, says, you know, Spock, you've got to fix this. And, yep. And does a, a wonderful speech. And then they, they beam out. And that amazing transporter beam changes their clothes. Yeah. It's really good that that worked. It's a good thing that they didn't end up in each other's clothes. Yeah. That would have been embarrassing. Well, <laughs> and we all enjoyed the little bit of Mira Kirk, who is certifiably insane. He must have had such fun doing mm -hmm. that. Spock! Spock! What is it, little boy? Where's your beard? <laughs> yeah, where's your beard? <laughs> Out of it's all the really... that he could have questioned, right? <laughs> where's, your personal card? where's your beard? <laughs> What kind of clothes are these? <laughs> That's true. And you know, really, if they hadn't already used the line in an earlier episode, I'm sure he would have yelled, I'll crush you like bugs. <laughs> I wonder what kind of direction uh, was given to Bill that day when they were filming. Just, uh, just go crazy, Bill. Yeah, go all out, you know. He just let the acting dogs mm -hmm. out. Oh, man. <laughs> the acting dogs. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, it was it was wonderful. Was um, awesome. We we had a toast to Chef Moy. Yeah. And uh, it was it was just a lovely lovely time, and we hope you know we can do it again next year. The phone-ins were so great. Oh, it was awesome. And we both agreed that we're going to do more phone-in opportunities yeah. because it was so much fun. Everyone we talked to was was interesting and um, and open, and you know, funny. and funny and chatty and had had some good insights. Yeah. And uh, so that was great. And one of the questions we asked each of the interviewers was, what, what would you like us to do with the podcast? Something we've never done before or we haven't done enough of. And so we're going to be incorporating those suggestions. And what we think we're going to do now with those interviews is um, there are like eight or, or ten, ten of them. I think, yeah. And they're each around ten minutes long. We decided we didn't want to post that like as one long interview show. We're going to drop those into shows mm -hmm. in the future as segments. So for the next several months probably, you'll be getting uh, Shadmoy interviews yep. in during the, the regular, regularly scheduled regular, podcast. Yes, regularly so yeah, it, it's great. It's wonderful, and we will be doing more of that. So I had a great chat, Moy. I did too. And you know what? We don't even have hangovers, which is good. No, and we had we had great wine. We did. That was really great wine that Sean brought. Yeah, that was very nice. Coppola wine. Yeah. Very good. No, everything was great, and you know we didn't get kicked out of our hotel room. No, it was great. We had this wonderful um, suite. That was absolutely perfect because the you know living room was totally separate from the bedroom, so we really could have you know yes <laughs> guests and, and adequate places for people to sit and everything. But also, it was at the end of a hall, and then when you got into the room, you went down a little hall, turned a couple times, and then you were there. So we were really set off from the other rooms. We didn't have to worry too much about driving our neighbors nuts. Yeah, and there certainly seemed to be no problems. No one pounding on our door. No. Or, as has happened at previous cons, so mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it all worked out really well. Oh, and I have to say that you know people were there enjoyed the uh, track crap uh -huh. and the pictures we had put up, and and we uh, we just oh we talked about so many things. We didn't always talk about Bill, although mainly, but the Star Trek and Frank Sinatra and you know <laughs> other TV shows we we remembered from that era, uh -huh. and uh, went through the Star Trek Uno cards. Yeah, um, we made a new video that we put oh, up yes. on YouTube, so that's there, you can go, uh, we blogged it, so you can check that out, the Shatner Snort, right. which is an accompaniment to the Shatner Swallow. And um, and unlike the Shatner Swallow, which you can see in many, many different things, we think this is probably the only Shatner yeah. Snort. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and Marjorie dropped in and, and made a video. That's right, so we'll probably get to, to see that sometime soon mm -hmm. on YouTube, because uh, I gotta say, iMovie is rocking. I really like the new iMovie. It's so simple to make these videos. Well, I know. I couldn't believe how fast you put together the snort. It was amazing. So I'm, I'm dialed into that now. I feel good. I think that's great. Um, and we should say that um, we left a little gift at the hotel yes. for whoever checks into that room next. Uh, you know, in many hotel rooms, you can find the Gideon Bible for whatever reason. But we decided to leave sort of the antidote to the Gideon Bible. Well, I said, no, it doesn't have that much power. <laughs> should we tell them what it is? Oh, I think we should, yeah. Um, it was the book Brooklyn Night, which we reviewed on an earlier show, the book yeah. I read maybe a quarter of and, and gave up on, but I read it because Bill kind of <laughs> endorsed, endorsed it. it. 
So that's in that room at the Grubner Hotel. Yeah. Somebody who can't sleep but doesn't want to read the Gideon Bible. Well, they can read this horrible book. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. We left a little something behind. Yeah. I was almost going to put a note in it and say, you Happy Shadmoy. Yeah. Happy <laughs> Shadmoy. If you read this and and, uh, and finish it, let me know. But I didn't. I just, you know, let it let it be there. Let it speak for itself yeah. in its own unique. Uh, I think that's good. Uh, Jelled voice. Well, I think maybe that could be another Shatmoy tradition. Wherever we have a yes. Shatmoy celebration, we need to leave a little something behind as a, you know, a memento of the, the I think thing. that's good. And intentionally leave yeah. something, not just forget your watch or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, maybe that's part of um, what happens when we continue to pare down some of the Star Trek books that we have. Mm-hmm. We could always leave a Star Trek book behind. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a crappy true. Star Trek novel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that would be true. Yeah. But, oh, it was so much fun. I'm so glad we did it. And now we are looking forward in May to going to Shatfest. Shatfest. We will do a, do a special appearance there and, of course, be hanging around to watch uh, Impulse and White Comanche with all the other Shatheads out in Livermore yep. is where it is this year. And according to Will, he's checked out this theater, and it's very much like the Parkway was in that you can get pizza and beer and yep. sit on couches. Great. So it's going to be like going home. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So be there. Yes. Very important. Yes. All right. Uh, shall we wrap this up? I think so. Okay. And we just want to wish you all a moist and merry Shatmoy. Happy Shatmoy. And um, through the years, we all will be together <laughs> if the fates allow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which means next year, you're coming here. That's right. So have yourself a merry little Shatmoy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Miss Garland. <laughs> Stand by to receive our transmission. Top, Top of the, the Shatmoy shat to ya. <laughs> My God. This is Top Kitty. of the Shatmoy to you too, ladies. Thank well, you. thank you. This is Kitty. And this is Lena. And we're talking. To we're the... making our Shatmoy call. That's right. Our very first Shatmoy call, in fact, to right. a very, very famous Tony. Yes. Who we have been friends with now for uh, a few years. years. Yeah. yeah. Definitely Because Tony sends us stuff. He does. Yeah. So we love Tony, and we wanted him to be our guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And we need to ask you the first question we always ask our interviewees, yes. which is yes. going to be kind of a strange question if we actually ever interview Bill. But um, how did you first get into Star Trek? What was your first experience? Uh, it's not Bill-related. Is that all right? That's okay. Uh, we what? even talk to people who prefer other characters. Actually, you know, okay, I have to take that back. My first experience with with Star Trek in any form was watching Star Trek the motion picture on HBO as a child. Oh, wow. Wow, what did you think of it? I thought it was amazing. And I know, now that I'm much older, that most people feel like it was a snooze fest. <laughs> um, but, you know... When Spock goes out of the ship and he's going to, I mean, that was Spock, right? Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen the freaking movie. Um, I mean, as a, I mean, that movie came out in what, 78? 79? 79. Yeah. I, I would have been seven or eight by the time I saw it. And I just thought that was amazing. Um, it, it's one of those things. I, I can't really remember a time when I didn't know about Star Trek in some form or another. Was your, were your parents or your family into Trek at all, or was this just out of the blue you happened to see this on TV? Completely out of the blue. Wow. Um, yeah. And, you know, the strange thing is, I still to this day am not very familiar with 
uh, the original series. Although I made a hell of a deal last week, and uh, if you guys have this in your area, it might still be going on because it was today. But last Friday, I went to my local Best Buy, and they had the three original series on Blu-ray for $40. (gasps) I was just in Best Buy. Wow. That's amazing. I went back today for something completely different. They still had them on sale. Wow. I might have to check that out when Chat yeah. My Weekend's yeah. over. Well, then we'd have to get a Blu-ray player. Well, we will eventually. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that is something I'm, I'm looking forward to because when I was growing up, Original Trek was not in reruns in my area. Mm-hmm. My biggest Star Trek connection was Next Generation. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's always been there my whole life. Well, you know, one of our favorite fanfic writers, Wildcat, um, rarely watched the episode. She was much more familiar with the movies yeah. and set almost yeah. all of her fiction in that era. Yeah. So have you seen all of the movies? I have. I've seen all of the movies, and that's my main connection to Star Trek. I know a handful of episodes mm-hmm. Um, but it's mainly through the movies. I own all of them except five. <laughs> um, no offense to the the mighty Bill. I will not own that in any format. VHS, beta, sixteen yeah. millimeter. What if it was? It, it was it was ponderous. Dilithium. What, what now? What if it was solid gold plated dilithium? No, no. <laughs> okay. No. So, which is your favorite movie? Oh, man. Um, I would have to say uh, four. Four? The Void Home. Otherwise known as the one with the whales. The one with the whales. Yeah, the one with the whales. The the funnier one. Um, (laughs) But if you're going for more action-y track, um, Rathacon. Yeah. Now, do you subscribe to the theory that many people do, including me, that the even-numbered movies are the good ones and the odd ones are the bad ones? Does that also carry over to the Next Generation movies? Yes. Because by then, I don't even remember what number they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does. I'm with you, Tony. <laughs> I, I think it does. Uh, um, well, then, then let me ask this. Was Star Trek First Contact an even or an odd? Even. Then, yeah, it's the even ones that are best. Yeah. Except I don't think 3 is a bad movie. Yeah. I don't think it's bad either, but... In fact, my favorites are 2 and 3 together as one, one story. You know, it's interesting that you say that, Kitty, because I honestly think two and three are kind of like Superman one and two, mm-hmm. where you had the same kind of story, but they broke it up. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but two ends so dramatically that yeah. I got to give it to two. It's kind of like uh, Empire Strikes Back. You got to go with Empire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, two is my favorite, but that theory for me falls apart when I look at Star Trek three. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, the next question that we're asking everybody is, um, because partly this is a celebration of Bill's birthday, what, mm-hmm. what do you love about Bill? Denny Crane. <laughs> Good answer. Wow, that's a great answer. Now, did you, um, did you faithfully watch Boston Legal when it was on? Absolutely. I, I actually am very disappointed that it's not on anymore because it was, on, it was one of the only shows, that, and granted, it was so preaching to the choir of the left, which yes. I happen to be a part of. But 
you don't see smart writing like that. I, at least I don't anymore. And you anymore. don't see risky writing. No, yeah. you don't. And uh, the combination of Bill and James Bader was was magic mm-hmm. on that show, really. Um, but there again, Bill is like, he's always been there. Mm-hmm. He's, he's always been there. And I didn't even think about it until I was waiting to talk to you two. On my desk right in front of me now, I got this a couple of weeks ago, is a bobblehead that just came out of the Mystic Seer from Bill's episode of The Twilight Zone. <laughs> oh, how cool. Take a picture yeah. and send it to oh, us. Oh, man, that's awesome. It's, it's, it's not functional, though. Oh, it, can't, it, it comes with cards, but the cards don't actually come out of it. It's much smaller and it's essentially a block of wood carved with a devil bobblehead on top. That's awesome. I want but it. even well, at that. That's in the best tradition of, you know, shack crap. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. So but, you know. You, where, did, where did you pick up this treasure? Um, I actually got it through. And, um, Lena, you may know of this company, Discount Comic Book Service. Yeah, DCS. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. DCBS. I, I do all of my ordering through there, and it was in previews probably three or four months ago for people that don't know comic wow. books. It's oh, the big Bible that comes out once a month, and yeah. it's got a website on there. If anyone's interested, I don't know if you want a plug for a company like this, but oh, uh, sure. it's uh, biffbangpow.com. <laughs> That's Biff, a great Biff with one F. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. But even at that, Bill is with me in spirit. Yes. So do you have like a, a favorite moment or favorite episode from Boston Legal? I I wish I could say that I did. I, I Honestly, my favorite episode, I don't think they ever did. I really think if this show had gone on, it would have been so... Amazing to see Bill actually act out Denny going into decline. Do you know what I mean? Yes, and, and, and I completely agree with you. Yes. Because granted, he got the Emmy, but he got two Emmys for that show, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yes. But I wanted to see him do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I never did. He was wonderful every time he saw him. I, I really liked the one where they cut in the old uh, clips of him from, what was it, The Defenders? Yeah. Yes. That was really special, too. Yes, that, that was great television, too. I mean, yeah. even if you're not a fan of legal shows or Boston Legal or, or Shatner or whatever, but that whole bringing, bringing the two ends of the spectrum together like that in very creative storytelling, yeah. I thought. If they Absolutely. Had, if they had let Bill do what you just suggested about showing him Denny going into a decline, it would have been his King Lear. It would oh, have been. yes, yes. Yeah. And yes. it would have, he would have played it like that. It would have been awesome. And the thing is, in a way, that would almost be, a, it would obviously be a challenging episode for any actor, but it would be especially challenging to uh, Spader. Mm-hmm. To, oh, yeah. Know, how are you going to play that? Watching your, your, your partner, someone you've loved and respected, and who has been in many ways your mentor, mm-hmm. to, to be losing But you know what? I don't even think living. it would have been... I honestly, I don't even think you could have done all of that in one episode. No, I'm no. picturing it over a whole season, an arc that slowly builds. And I was thinking that's what their last season was going to be, that that was going to be the story arc. Yeah, but they went with the happy ending, which is okay. Which was great. And they, 
it, I think you probably remember the show where we talked about it. It blew me away because, like, weeks before I said, yeah, well, they're going to, you know, get married and go off into the sunset together. And damn, they did. <laughs> so, you know, it was, it was great the way it ended. It just would have been one more notch for Bill. Yes. But in, he already has so many notches, you know. So are you looking forward to shit my dad says? I am, but I want to know more about it first. I was disappointed, like like you guys were talking about, that this is going to be on broadcast television, yeah, a broadcast yeah. network. This needs to be, it has to be on cable, Showtime, yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, um, you know, there is, um, Lena just told me they're filming it next week, filming nice. the pilot. And there is always the possibility that CBS, who commissioned the pilot, will turn it down. Mm -hmm could be picked up by somebody else and it could be picked up by one of the, the cable stations that would say, well, there's no reason this can't be called shit my dad says. Right, right. Or at the very least, if it gets picked up by CBS, have them bleep it out and then when they do the DVD box, let's have it be uncensored. Right. Just like Action like did. Action. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Action was yeah. a great show. Yep. So. We're gonna add, we're gonna wrap this up and we're gonna ask you one more question. Yes. Um, we've been talking all about Bill. Now we're gonna talk about us just a little bit. We're we're trying to solicit input from our listeners, and the question is, what would you like to hear on our show oh, that, that we haven't done, or or that we've done but you'd like to hear more of? It it's such a good question. Um, I would love, and and maybe I've missed it. I would love to hear how you guys actually came up with terms like um <laughs> yeah that and uh oh god i'm spacing it the uh the light uh, kirk light kirk light thank you let's make a note let's do a glossary segment oh, what a good idea and we can talk about those things because many of them or well some of them i i know i remember where they came from and, and not all of them are original to us we uh confiscated them yeah. <laughs> liberated them i think okay okay like yes but yeah. that's a great idea we should do that we'll do it yeah look at his book yeah. vocabulary yeah that'd be awesome because you guys are you're you're at what almost episode 130 yeah close to it um the Shatmoy episode will be episode 125 mm -hmm. that's i mean amazing that's that's <laughs> absolutely i mean it is amazing you can't and... possibly be more surprised than we are <laughs> No, I I can't. And you know the the strange thing is, um, since as you said, I'm I'm one of many people you'll be talking to. You should give a contest to see if anyone can pick out what episode I was on earlier. Oh. Do you even know? Not offhand. I I it was a while ago. You sent in something, right? You recorded something. <laughs> it was so brief. I was a correspondent. I was at the uh, Wizard World Chicago yes, Comic Con. Yes. yes, that's right. <laughs> and I was going up to Peter David to see if he would say, look at his butt. That's right. Oh, yes, I remember that now. And, and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> but he was such a gentleman about it. I showed him the postcard. I was like, yeah, this is the name of the show. And he's like, no, thank you. <laughs> so, but, you know, hey, throw it out. See if anybody can guess. It's an Easter egg. Ooh. <laughs> much thank you You're tony for doing the phone in being our guinea pig and being our loyal listener and secret correspondent and and for being such a good friend and thanks for all the comic books and everything you're so you're so sweet well you know 
I try. I take after Bill. <laughs> there you go. How, yeah. I mean, he's the sweetest. Yep. He's a good role model. My best yeah. Bill. <laughs> he's he's in, incredibly sweet, but you know what? He will sex the fuck out of you. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> well, top of the Shatmoy to you, Tony. Yes. Top, have have a happy end of Shatmoy, and may all your days be, be Shatrific. And the same to you as well. Oh, thank, you. thank you. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye.